With Radio On The Go News, Brian Fiancher reporting. Top Republicans in the Iowa House and Senate say the 2023 legislature will consider new guidelines for pipelines that would capture and carry carbon away from Iowa's ethanol plants. The proposed summit and navigator pipelines run through areas House Speaker Pat Grassley represents. I've been here around long enough to know when something really is an issue in our districts. And I've talked to another, enough members as well as my own district to know that this is a real thing. I mean, this is something that Iowans are frustrated about. Grassley suggests an outright ban on carbon pipelines is unlikely. Sometimes it's just a, well, stop it, you know, and that, you know, make it stop where we have to be thoughtful in this process. And that's what we're trying to do right now. Senate Republican leader Jack Whitford says it won't be an easy debate. I expect that we'll have a thorough conversation about this. It's, it's something that um, our members have heard back on the campaign trail, and they've heard from both sides, people that want the pipeline, that are excited about it, that think it's good for our economy and our, in our um, rural areas, people that are against it. And, and so we have a lot of members that have a lot of different opinions on it. Whitford says there are similar debates about the siding of wind turbines and large-scale solar arrays. Landowner rights is, is, a, is a key part of Republican philosophy and, and our platform, and so certainly want to respect that, and that's what makes some of these issues difficult. You know, There's people that are concerned about solar farms going up, but there's also people saying, well, that's their land, they can do what they want, and that's what makes these conversations difficult, but that's why you know we're coming into session to try to work through these issues. This fall, Grassley sent a letter to the Iowa Utilities Board expressing concern about a waiver developers of the Navigator Pipeline were seeking from current regulations about sampling and restoring topsoil in farm fields. Also, President Biden's administration has finalized regulations that protect hundreds of thousands of small streams, wetlands, and other waterways, uh, repealing a Trump-era rule that federal courts had thrown out and that environmentalists said left waterways vulnerable to pollution. The rule announced Friday defines which waters of the United States are protected by the Clean Water Act. For decades, the term has been a flashpoint between environmental groups that want to broaden limits on pollution and farmers, builders, and industry groups that say extending regulations too far is hard for business. The EPA and the Department of the Army say the rule is based on definitions in place prior to 2015 and that they wrote a durable definition of waterways to reduce uncertainty. Not many careers can guarantee job openings at any given time, but this one, described by employees as interesting, challenging, and fascinating, has 33 openings in Iowa with an annual starting pay of nearly $56,000. Court reporters in Iowa and nationally are in high demand, but there are not enough people pursuing the career or not graduating fast enough to combat the crisis-level shortage that Iowa courts have been experiencing for the last several years. These positions are crucial to the judicial system because they are responsible for making an accurate, verbatim official record of trials and other court proceedings. Court reporters are the eyes and ears of the courtroom that uh, judges, lawyers, and litigants depend on every day. State Court Administrator Bob Gast with the Iowa Judicial Branch says the shortage continues because there haven't been enough certified shorthand reporter graduates to replace retirees, and many who are working now are nearing retirement. It takes two years to finish training, and then students must pass a certification test, which they agree is not easy. The number of new listings for single-family homes in the broadcast area dropped in every county in November compared to November of 2021, except Franklin County, which remained the same. The biggest percentage drop for new listings was in Floyd County at 41.7%. When comparing the median sales price of single-family homes from 
This November to November of last year, most of the counties in the local area witnessed an increase, led by Hardin County, which jumped by 53.9%. Two counties had lower median prices, Sarah Gordo and Wright. This week, the United Way of North Central Iowa announced it has received a gift of $25,000 in support of the Dolly Parton Imagination Library. The gift was made by a North Iowa family and loving memory of their son, Greg, who discovered the magic of words and reading in early childhood. His family hopes to ensure his legacy continues by passing this love of reading on to the children of North Iowa. In North Iowa, 25% of children are not reading at proficiency by fourth grade, according to the Iowa Department of Education. The Dolly Parton Imagination Library provides an age-appropriate book every month from birth until the child's fifth birthday. The program results in higher literacy skills prior to entering kindergarten, increased child caregiver interaction around reading, and increased positive feelings around reading. The United Way of North Central Iowa covers Franklin, Hancock, Sarah Gordo, and Floyd counties in the broadcast area. For more information, go to unitedwaynci.org. Again, that's unitedwaynci.org. Nine inches of snow fell in the month of December at the Radio On The Go studios in Hampton. When melting that snow down and adding in rain, 1.72 inches of precipitation fell, with precip falling on 11 days. The highest temperature in the month of December in Hampton was 49, with a lowest temperature of 13 degrees below zero. The average high was 26, with the average low of 12. For Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting.